everybody. There's Travis here from everything and nothing. And I've been reading a lot about uh, conspiracy theories lately. And so I wanted to pose the question, where do you think conspiracies come from? Like, how do you think they start? Is what I've been wondering and what I've been trying to ask myself because I've, and like, there's so many theories throughout history that there is too many to name. You know, even ones that I read about that I didn't even know about. And I always wonder where do they start from? Like, how do people come up with these ideas and put them together and form their own story and, and make it true? And then how is this also something that is actually an occupation? Like, there are also people out there who have this as a job, like conspiracy theorists. And so it's always interesting to, as I've been reading, to see how easy it is for people to believe conspiracies. And then, like, when we don't know something or we don't have all the facts of a situation, I think we tend to make them up on our own because we feel as though if we don't know everything, then there must be someone hiding something. Like if we don't know all the information, and the public doesn't know all the information, then somehow the powers that be or the people out there or the government or whoever must be hiding it from us or must not be telling us everything. Like We can't accept that some things just happen or occur without there being any reason behind it. We can't accept as people for some reason as human beings, I feel that when shit happens, we can't just accept that shit happens. We have to, you know, sit and figure out why it happened and then attribute it to something bigger that we don't see or know about that has made it happen, you know, that triggered events. And, you know, that is not always the case, but there are a few instances where, you know, that has happened. And so I think if it's happened before, then people tend to feel like, okay, if it's true in one occasion, then they start to feel like, well, every occasion I feel is the case, then it's true. If, if it happened this one time, then it can happen any other time I think it's happened. And, you know, it doesn't really work that way. You know, one study or one situation, you can apply that to all the situations that are similar or that are unexplainable or that are, you know, without facts or reason. Some things just happen without facts or reason. And we are programmed as humans for some reason not to accept that. Everything has to make sense. Everything has to be in order. And if it isn't, then we feel as though there's something else going on that we don't know about. And that is uh, pretty, what I've learned and what I've read, it's pretty odd. It's pretty normal, you know, but calling yourself or calling all those situations conspiracies is a little far-fetched. I mean, the better word is probably mystery. Not everything is, like, inspired or, you know, planned to make a certain of events happen, you know. And 
so it's really interesting as I've been reading uh, about you know how they started and how they came about. Uh, as far as I know, the idea of behind conspiracies started in Greece a long, long time ago, and I want to try to, I guess give a little more fact into that. Uh, right now, I'm just, you know, trying to explain where they believe that conspiracy started or where they believe you know, it at least occurred. Uh, but if they're talking about the ancient Greece times, then hell, that's as early as it can get, you know, between Earth, right? Because ancient Greece, that's way, way, way back. So, you know, like, what's earlier than that, you know? But I grew up, who hasn't grew up listening to conspiracies? And there's a few that I actually don't want to say believe, uh, but there's a few that actually make sense if you think about it. And I don't want to say that I, I don't want to say that I'm a conspiracy believer, but there are a few that I feel like as though seems sketchy to me, and I'm not. I want. I want to try to uh, name a few of them. I wasn't going to get into too much detail specifically about which ones I feel might have some validity to them, but I wanted to just uh, throw some out there that you know everyone's heard and try to get an idea of like or try to convey an idea to you guys, like, what some conspiracies, like, how they sound like, and, and how they make you think. And, you know, I'm a big mystery fan, so maybe that's why I sort of lean towards believing some of these a little bit. Well, the first one I believe is, okay, Area 51. Now, let me rephrase. I, didn't, I don't want to say believe. But Area 51 is one conspiracy theory or, I guess, incident that sounds sketchy to me. The fact that no one's allowed to go in there, and I know it's like a, you know, a government facility, so, you know, but the fact that you can't even go on the property, you have to have so much security clearance just be there. Like, you can't even stand outside of the area, of Area 51. You know, you have to be, like, really, really legit and have all your credentials and have, like, it's ridiculous. And I wonder why are they trying so hard and why have they tried so hard to keep everybody out? Like, what are they hiding? You, you can get into the White House faster than you can get into Area 51. So, like, what? That makes me suspicious. And see, when things like that happen, or when you know stuff like that, then it's easy to be like, okay, well, something's... Well, you know what I'm saying? It's natural for you to think, well, hell, if you can't get in there, then, you know, or if you can't even stand near it, it's natural to think, like, okay, well, maybe something else is going on than what they're telling us. And then, of course, we don't already trust, you know, media and 
I don't know if people are still in that place where they don't trust the government. Because, you know, when I was younger, that was all the rage. Like, people didn't trust the government like that. And then the X-Files came along and made shit even worse for people. And, you know, we started believing what that show was telling you. And, And that's another thing. That's another conspiracy. The media, Hollywood, entertainment, films, television, music. The whole entertainment industry as a whole is also said to be run by the higher-ups who are trying to inspire and convince the American people to think or feel a certain way by manipulating them with what they see in entertainment. That's the conspiracy theory there, too. Now, I only mentioned this one because, like I said, I kind of lean towards agreeing a little bit with that only because movies and TV do make you think and they do inspire you. But see, that's a, it's a very thin line between inspiring someone and making someone think to just straight up convincing them or manipulating them without them knowing it. And because television is inspirational or movies are inspirational and they do make you wonder about life and human condition, it's not hard to sort of cross that line into believing that maybe you are being manipulated subconsciously and you don't know it. But see, the thing about that is, even if that is the case, it doesn't mean that the higher-ups in the business are doing that on purpose to us, you know? But because it's so... It's so... What is the word? It's so easy to watch something and be moved by it, you almost sort of believe, like, maybe this kind of stuff in entertainment can persuade you without you realizing it, or can manipulate you without you realizing it. If it can do one, in terms of inspiring or making you think, if it can do that, then what's to say it can't manipulate you? And make you think a certain way, make you feel a certain way about a certain country or a certain race of people or a certain, you know, what's to say that they can't do that? And so that's why I sort of think there's something to that whole thing with the media and Hollywood being all inspired together to do, you know, I don't believe it fully, but I think there is something to that concept. So that's why I mentioned that one. You know, another conspiracy theory that sort of makes me feel like, uh, maybe there's some truth to that. Well, it's, of course, aliens. But see, not just any aliens, uh, well, not just any uh, aliens in terms of just in general. I mean, like UFO aliens. I mean, the one, you know, aliens, that whole phenomenon. Like, there's been too many reported incidents over the last 
forever. So like over the last hundred years, it's been too many to all point to flight control or not flight control, but like pilot testing and government pilot testing and secret aurora project or whatever. Like all that kind of stuff is suspicious to me because so many people have reported seeing UFOs and there's always some excuse for it. And I feel like everybody can be lying. Like are are well maybe. But I was gonna say, are there that many people out there who are just that crazy or just that delusional? I mean maybe. But then again people have described things some of the same things though. I mean, you can't ignore that. And then there's also, but then, but then again, see, that's why I shadowed the line on this one. Because then again, they also have newspapers and people read. So then they probably read someone else's account and then sort of go off of their account and make their own story up from it. So there's that. Then you also never know if someone's really telling the truth or just trying to recycle someone else's story or account and try to get attention or make money or make the TV or news, you know. To go back to Roswell for a minute, that, I mean, not Roswell, Area 51, well, they're one and the same, but to go back to Area 51 really fast, it happened in 1947, and since then, people have not been able to shake this theory or this glorified rumor or whatever. And that says something to me. Like, why is this still a topic that people feel shady about or aren't sure about? That really, uh, you know, has me thinking, like, well, maybe something is going on here, you know? And uh, another theory that I don't want to say I believe in, but because I was supposed to be telling you guys about theories that kind of makes sense or are kind of suspicious to me, but I wanted to quickly touch on one that was really scary to me. Like this whole, this was particularly about the whole Hollywood celebrity thing. Uh, first of all, how everyone thought back in 1966 that Paul McCartney died. In a car accident, and how in one of his song, one of their songs, you can play it backwards and you can hear a car crashing, and then some words repeated. Now, that scared me. And then they said they replaced him with the double. Now I don't want to believe that. I don't think that, even though the Beatles were really popular, I don't think that if Paul McCartney died at that time that they would replace him. I really feel like they would just, you know, find someone else and put them in the group. Like another childhood friend. I don't think they would make a double. Like, how could you find someone who looks exactly like him in the nick of time to avert suspicion from the fans and everybody else that it wasn't him? Like, it would be too much going on. 
for them to find someone that fast and him not be noticed and go under the radar and then all of a sudden appear in public again and go on the road with the boys and be a part of the group all of a sudden like that would happen too there was not enough time for all that I don't feel so I don't know if I believe that which I, I don't believe it but I it sort of scared me which is why I mentioned it <laughs> I, I, I don't want to say I believe it because I don't believe it necessarily but it is scary to think that they will just replace him after, you know, he's been in a car accident. Like, really? That, that is scary to think. Uh, yeah, so, I wanted to mention that really quickly. The words in the song, by the way, if you play it backwards, uh, I don't know what song that was, but I remember, oh no, yes I do, it's called Revolution 9, and the words that they said, you can hear if you play it backwards, which I never did, because I'm too scared, but the words were apparently, I guess, turn me on, dead man, so there's that, I don't know if I believe that, but, well, I mean, you probably can hear that in there. See, every, anytime I play a song backwards, it scares me, anyway. It doesn't matter whose song it is. It's, it's scary to listen to that backwards because you can hear anything with the song going backwards. You know, I mean, there are words. They are words. So if you play them backwards, the chances are you're going to hear something that sounds like words because you're playing words backwards. So, you know, there's that. One more conspiracy theory that is suspicious to me is how did Marilyn Monroe die? Now, I know she had a sleeping problem, right? And she, I guess, took too many and overdosed on them and then her maid found her or a housekeeper found her. But I, I, I don't know. That's a little fishy to me, only because, hmm, only because if she always had a sleeping issue, and I'm sure this wasn't her first time taking barbiturates, so I'm sure she knew how many to take and not to take, right? I mean, I would think that. She had a doctor who let her know that she couldn't go overboard. So when she died over an overdose of taking barbiturates, so they say, or uh, a cocktail of medication, I thought it was, well, well, I don't want to say barbiturates because sleeping pills. She had an issue with barbiturates previously in her life. But uh, this night when she passed away, I think it was just sleeping pills. I don't want to say barbiturates. But anyway, however it is she passed, it seemed odd to me. And then they started saying that it was mob-related and the Kendys were trying to get rid of her because she apparently had an affair with JFK, 
Uh, I don't know if I believe that, but I believe the circumstances surrounding her death have been suspicious to me since it happened, and I don't know how the JFK, because he didn't live much longer after she died, so I don't know what would that have done if they were a part of that, but, um, yeah, I always thought that was odd, her death, and then her housekeeper found her, and then, so it's really odd, and then apparently before she passed away, she called her doctor, and then her light was still on, her housekeeper found her, so, like, she went to bed, well, it said that she went to bed at 8 o'clock p.m. at night, and then after, this is after she called her doctor, which was like in the afternoon sometime. And then cut to 3 a.m. Light is on. Her housekeeper finds her in her bed face down. Like, why would she be face down? I mean, unless she, unless she slept that way. But like, why would, her, why would her face be in her pillow? That's how it looked as though they described it. I don't know, but yeah, that's just one of the three, the last conspiracy theories that I sort of leaned into believing a little bit, but not quite all the way, because I don't want to believe that, um, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm that that paranoid, so I kind of cut my short, I cut myself short believing them fully, but they are questionable. I'm questionable about certain theories. I'll leave it at that. Don't want to say I believe them fully, but I don't want to say that I totally disregard them either. So, you know, what do you call people who are in the middle and straddle the line between believing and not believing? There's a word there somewhere, but I'm in that middle. (laughs) So, my question is this. Because the exact definition of conspiracy is a secret plan by a group to do something unlawful or harmful. The action of plotting or conspiring. So if we are to believe all these theories are real or that, well, you know, because actually, you know, like I said before, some have proven to be true, you know throughout history, but that's not just cause to believe that they all have been true. So my question is, then who is doing this if we are to believe that someone is conspiring against, I don't know, the country, the world? Is it like a secret organization within our government? Is it, I don't know, People like to believe the, you know, Illuminati. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's all speculation. Can't be sure on that. But if we are to believe these things happen, then who do we believe is doing it? And that's not a one-answer question. Because you ask anybody who's a conspiracy theorist, they would say, more than one thing, more than one answer. No one's going to give you the same answer. So, 
I wonder if we are to believe this, then how are we going to get to the bottom of who is doing it? Or is it different groups doing different things for different outcomes, uh, setting certain events in motion that result in certain consequences, therefore making us believe, like, you know what? There can be a conspiracy to get us to believe in conspiracies. How about that? Nobody ever thought of that before that I've talked to. There can be a conspiracy to make us believe in conspiracies. And then what would be the point in that? To get us all paranoid about something or someone, make us, you know, play on our fears as people and human beings, make us even more prejudiced against something. Who knows? Propaganda works. And it works in our favor, but well, people in general, it works in people's favor, but it also hinders us and it makes us vulnerable because you tell a lie enough, people believe it. You spread a rumor enough, people believe it. You spread a rumor, period, and then by the time it gets back to you, it's a completely different story. And it's like playing telephone and this that's sort of how conspiracies start too. You tell one thing and then it gets to turn into something else and then it's not what it started out to be. You know. But then that's that I wouldn't think that qualifies as a rumor because that's just talk. A conspiracy is something that happens as a result of something else. A conspiracy is something that happens and then people go back to try to fit the pieces together to figure out why that result was what it was. That's a conspiracy. A rumor and just someone saying something and it gets back to you, that's different. That's basically hearsay and rumor. A conspiracy is when something happens and people have no idea how it happened. A conspiracy is when a result of something occurs and there isn't any facts to how it happened or there isn't all facts about what happened. You know, conspiracy is when things are done and we don't know the whole story behind them. And so therefore we feel like we're being lied to or something's been hidden from us. That's a conspiracy. But yeah, that is... What I wanted to say about that concerning the three conspiracy theories that I sort of believe in, what I believe in, sort of straddle on, which is the aliens and the Area 51, and how did Marilyn Monroe die? Uh, the first one, I forgot what the first one was already, but it was something to do with what? Sometimes I get carried away and I talk a lot, and then sometimes I forget what I was saying at the beginning. I have to just get my thought out. Okay, but yes, that is part of what a conspiracy is. 
a result of things that have happened with no answers, but only questions. Now, I'm going to get into more about what a conspiracy is and about what I've read concerning its relationship with us as people and, I guess, why we believe in them so deeply and so much. So, yeah. You know, the idea that uh, major events are part of a larger plan is a common idea. And it's one that I think goes back to just us as humans being, I guess, interested and having that instinct to believe something that is out of our grasp or something that we can't explain is somehow bigger than us, somehow larger than, I guess, what we can see. Like, if it's not in front of us, we don't really have any answers, right? So then we start to believe, well, something else must be going on. And I think that's like a human nature thing. Uh, this professor out of the University of London named Christopher French, he's a psychologist among other things. And as I was reading up on this, he says we have cognitive biases, meaning somehow we have the ability as people to like find meaningful patterns in the world around us and like make inferences based on that. And we see patterns and connections that are there or not. And then we feel like beyond our control, things are happening. And so therefore, we start to feel like there's something behind it that, you know, is at play. Now, of those cognitive biases, because if we see something or something happens and we try to make sense of events and how they were caused, then we do that, right? But then we have no facts to back up what it is we're saying. And so some people actually use that to prove their point. See, we don't know the whole story. So therefore, it must be something else going on that we don't know about. Therefore, I'm right about it being a conspiracy because I don't have all the facts. And so, because of that, I guess that's one reason people can believe in conspiracies. Um, well, of those biases, like I said, because the first one was the confirmation bias. You know, like, if you have, like I just said, like, real-world events that happen that are complex and unclear and People, therefore, use that as an excuse to be like, okay, well, this is inconsistent in this story, so therefore, it must prove my point, you know. Then we have the proportionality. We have that bias. That's a tough word. Proportionality. Bias. And that's our tendency to assume that big events have big causes, and can explain our reasons to accept, you know, that can explain our reasons to accept uh, conspiracies. Then we have the projection bias that he wrote about, and that one is, okay, well, we endorse these theories or these stories, and then we feel because they are more likely to engage in this kind of behavior themselves, you know, like spreading rumors or being suspicious of other people, it makes it easier for them to believe that other people are doing that to them. 
you know, so it makes conspiracies appear more plausible and therefore become more widespread. And that's the projection bias. Like, oh, well, I'm this way. I'm shady. I spread rumors. I spread lies. I, you know, tell people things without having my facts all straight. So therefore, it's easier to believe that someone who I don't know is doing that to me. And then therefore, making it easier to believe conspiracies. And then we have someone else now, I tried to explain that as best as I could, but I listened to uh, Professor French uh, as I was looking up, you know, what a conspiracy theory was and how it started. He actually did a little interview on that I found on SoundCloud, and I will paste that in the description so he can explain it better to you if you want to listen to that. But there's also somebody else by the name of... Karl Popper, and what he says about conspiracies or where they originate from, because he wrote an essay on it. And like I said before, he's the one who says that, uh, well, he believes that conspiracies sort of originated or became, or dates back, should I say, to ancient Greece, like I said earlier. Uh, he said that they, they go back almost two and a, two and a half thousand years ago. Uh, I can believe that. I mean, it's really widespread. Um, he, he said that um, conspiracy theorists out there, they suppose that events are orchestrated by this men or groups or sinister pressure groups or people who are to be blamed for the Great Depression and all the evils from which we suffer. So those are his words. Uh, now, that's very, uh, I don't want to say convincing, but that's a take on it I never looked like before. His example is of this is, okay, so a man buys a house, right? That purchase causes the price of all the remaining houses to go up a little. The buyer didn't intend to raise the price of other houses, but he still took the house. So, in that situation, a conspiracy theorist will believe that all major social economic events are planned, or they will assume that some malicious organization of real estate agents has been taking steps to inflate prices. That was like an example he would give that I read in an article. And, but really, in reality, it would take someone who's how to buy a house or someone who's actually educated on real estate to know that the effects of buying a house, that there is no conspiracy at work when it comes to inflation and that sometimes it happens unintended, you know. So that was an example that he gave on conspiracies and how a conspiracy theorist would think. Now, with that being said, uh, I don't think that, um, I don't want to say I think that they're wrong, 
But I think that applies for some people. I do think some people, I think it's easier for people to believe things that they don't see. Uh, and that goes with that goes like when it comes to believing life after death too. People want to believe that because people don't want to die, right? So I'm not liking it to that. But professor, professor, uh, French, he sort of touches on that a little bit, and so that's in his uh, interview he did on SoundCloud. I'm sort of prayer, paraphrasing some of the things he said and some of the things that Karl Popper said, but I'm trying to get the point across that sometimes it can be something we think and not something that always is factual. But as I said before, there are been there have been instances where a situation is occurring that is, you know, a conspiracy of sorts. Bottom line is this. People don't want to accept that sometimes random events can happen and that when they have happened and have had significant, you know, consequences and nobody's in control of those things, it can also be comforting that someone else is in control and that's why people sort of believe in them. But people have trouble just accepting that sometimes stuff happens that have very significant consequences. And that's the bottom line on this whole thing of conspiracies. But like I said before, doesn't mean they're all false. Doesn't mean they aren't true. Doesn't mean it hasn't happened. But I think over the years, and human history has shown that they can be taken a little too far. And not every conspiracy is worth the outrage or worth the life that they end up living past the date that soul situation happened or that the soul incident occurred. Like some of these conspiracy theories just need to die. Especially when there's no proof. But then again, how is that going to happen when people just talk anyway? So it's basically about doing your own research and believing in what you want to believe on your own and not listening to what people say, basically. So, that's it. That's my opinion on what conspiracy theories are and basically a little bit of how they started. Now, do you believe they have roots in ancient Greece? Karl Popper says ancient Greece, but Christopher French says as far as back as the French Revolution. Both can be true, though. See, that's the thing. So it's all about taking your time and doing that research yourself to find out. But I honestly take their word for it. If you want to know the truth, I think they both have a lot of points they've made that make sense. So there you go. Okay, thank you all for rambling or listening to me ramble, I mean. And that's it. This has been everything and nothing where I literally just talked about everything and nothing or nothing mostly but yeah thanks for checking me out follow me keep up with me like the Kardashians okay that was stupid okay no don't do that okay I will talk to y'all later